Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. You know, because it's clearly didn't work. I tried to quit drinking, didn't work. And so they say, you know, an addiction, it's anything when you, you tell yourself you're not going to do it, but you can't stop doing it. You might go three days and then you're doing it again. And then you're like, shit, why can't I just stop? Why can't, every, you know, this person stop, that person stop? Well, maybe you have an addiction. And people understanding the difference between the two is really important. The, the, the dry drunk or the sober person, the ex-drug addict who just doesn't use drugs anymore, but they don't know. They don't even know why they started or they don't know. They can't go certain places because they don't know that they have the strength not to. For me, I can be around people drinking. I know I'm not going to drink. The temptation is not there for me. I'm not interested in, I can't even imagine being drunk anymore. It doesn't, I don't want to say scares, but it just, I'm just like, eh, it's not for me. I don't, I'm like high naturally at this point. I don't need to, I've, I had to learn how I'm valuable just as I am. I don't have to be funnier or prettier or drink to be nicer or any, I'm like, I'm good as I am. This is who I am. And I've worked on those character defects without drinking. I've been able to go in and say, okay, this is my issue. Sometimes I overthink or I, you know, I get a little too bossy. I'm, I don't have to be in charge of every single thing. I can relax, you know, and just like sit back and take it easy. That's one of my very favorite lines from the big book is we're no longer burning up on the inside. We relax and take it easy because that is when you're using whatever your substance is. I don't know anybody who does drugs who's like calm, you like cool, calm and collect all the time and Zen. There's you're always like looking for the next thing to do or just on edge and stressed out and you know, whatever it is. So I, I like that peace of mind that comes with the whole recovery. I learned I just learned so much in that process that it was it was one of the best things. So if there's I'll say three things. I, I feel like there's three really important things that you learn in the process, in the recovery process, the getting experience, hearing about other people's experiences, getting strength from them and getting hope from them. So the first thing you, it's part of step one really, but you need to reach out for help. If you feel like you are struggling with addiction or you want to start the recovery process, reach out for help. So either walk into a meeting, go online, download the meeting app. You can find a meeting anywhere near you. That would be my first encouragement and suggestion. I'm not like the authority on this, but reach out for help. And once you do reach out for help, the next thing I think that's important that you do is be open-minded and kind of let your guard down. So walking into the meeting, not just sitting there and not participating, but like just be open. Person next to you is going to probably talk to you. Someone's going to say to you, does anyone want to come up and share? Be open to that. I'm not saying you have to go and share right away, but Reach out for help is the first thing. And the second thing is definitely going to be being open-minded. And just from my coaching standpoint, <laughs> like the coach in me wants you to then write down some of your personal and like lifestyle goals. So reach out for help and be open-minded and then start writing down some of the things that you want to accomplish. Maybe some of the reasons that you want to get sober, some of the reasons that you want to recover, some of the things that you see yourself doing once you are healthy and well. And if you can even just start with those three, 
So there's, there's three things you're going to experience that experience the strength and the hope. So going to a meeting and listening to people's experiences, letting them give you some of their positive vibes and their encouragement, and then listening to the hopeful message that you can receive from the other side of recovery. Once you do that, you know, you're, you're already in the first step of reaching out for help. And then after that, being open-minded. And after that, writing down what you see your life like, what, what goals you have for yourself in this new, new side of life. And I think those are, those are the most important things that you can do when you're trying to just change your life in any way. That goes for someone who is looking to get healthy and well. You need to reach out to the trainer. That goes for someone who wants to start a business. Reach out to the business mentor. Maybe you're engaged and you're going to get married. Reach out to a marriage counselor. Whatever process it is, you need to find a professional to help you with that. And then after that, be open-minded, meaning you're, you're not bringing your ideas in the door. You're letting that person teach you, coach you, share with you. And then again, whether it's marriage, whether it's recovery, whether it's losing weight, whether it's starting a business, you have to have goals after that. You have to start visualizing and thinking about where you're going to be, what direction you're going to go, what your life is going to look like. So I think you know, for me, those are the most important three steps to take in any, any process, but specifically with recovery and overcoming your addiction, reach out for help, be open-minded and write the goals and visualize what you see your life like after on the other side of, of your addiction. That's awesome. I love it. And it's so true. Like you really, I guess like AA or any single recovery, or if you're looking for help, it's like, you really have to have that humility and just be like, you know, I can't do this on my own. And I think it's hard yeah. you know, to show that, especially as an adult, and especially when you feel like the world has everything together and then you just feel like you're just a mess or a fucked up, like shit show yeah. inside. So let <laughs> exactly. someone see that weak side or vulnerable side of you. But I think it seems like a lot of what you've learned or learning has translated really well into what you're doing with your coaching and your clients. I'm, I'm assuming like it's really has shaped or has helped you really like hone down or hone in on the best way to work with your clients or yeah. give them the insight that they need in order to improve themselves. Definitely. Well, one, because I am, I'm getting back whole so I can give people, I can give more now because I am like, I'm free where before I was worried, you know, I was worried. I was anxious. I was and thinking not just my personality. That was, that was drinking. That was doing that to me, changing my personality and making me too anxious and overanalyzing and so worried all the time and not keeping commitments and just scattered all over the place. So I can give, I can give more. I can like give my heart is more pure. My spirit is more mm -hmm. pure, if that makes sense, because I'm not hiding this secret anymore. So it just makes my message stronger. And also, yeah, I'm more, I feel like I'm more grounded. I, I'm not worried about what's going to happen or what's going to happen tomorrow, what's coming. I'm not worried about that stuff anymore. Since I'm not worried, I can sit there and, and be with someone and hold space with someone. I couldn't authentically hold space for people before I was were people thinking like wow you helped you changed my life and I'm like oh if you only knew me now <laughs> like if you thought I helped you then then this version is a hundred times better and it does it, it helped me just to the biggest thing is just to be more authentic and to be more real and to actually genuinely I've always cared about people but I didn't care that much because I was willing to get be you know loaded and be driving a car wasted. So obviously I didn't care that much, 
you know, now I feel like I have just more space, more space in my heart. And I'm, I'm able to, I see how the 12 step recovery process could apply to anyone in any situation. I see the spiritual practice and how that can help anyone. And I'm able to tie that in and encourage people just like I laid those three things down, ask for help, be open-minded and write down and visualize what you want your life to look like. I'm able to take that in and really believe in it. Where in college, when I learned those things, you know, goal setting is so important. I'm like, yes, it's cool. Write things down. But now I, I know for sure. I'm hundred percent confident you can, you know, that could be my last, my last words I ever say. I know for sure. If you'd use those three, the, the reaching out for help and the being open-minded and writing things down, you will be able to get any, anything you want in life. And yeah, I mean, it's, I very cliche and people say, you know, these rooms changed my life. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's cute. But they did, you know, the, the, the first home group that I went to life changing for me, I'll be forever grateful for the strangers who I may never see those people again, but they were willing to put time aside to call me or text me or reach out to me with hope. It's, God, it's un- you know indescribable that feeling of like oh my god this is crazy and nobody's getting paid to do any of that stuff you know mm-hmm. just purely wanting to help other people so it's empowering it's very empowering yeah I think that's another thing that people don't realize I guess because especially if you're used to always doing things by yourself that there's actually people out there that have nothing to gain or are used to being around people that will take from you or are used to being the one that gives all the time until you just couldn't anymore it's it's interesting to meet people that are just very altruistic for the most part, you know, and they're just like, you know, I've been there and I know, and it, and it's like, I understand you're not alone in this. And, right. and I think that's, what's so amazing about the rooms. And I think it's also amazing is just how open and honest a lot of people are from all different age ranges, you right. know, just putting it out there, men and women, like some of the things, some of the best like insight I've gotten were just like from older black men in the rooms and they're just like, you know, and talking about their childhood and how they grew up and saying like their old me, their old person who they were had to die in order for them to really embrace recovery. And like, right. you know, you like you seem to, and it's weird. It's like how I think things just work out when they're supposed to, because it's like, usually you do hear something that just like really resonated with you always every time i've gone to a meeting i've been like damn this is what it, like who is recording who's following me recording me and then telling these people to say this because there's no way that how is it every single time i come in here i'm like getting mind reading right <laughs> like, it's yeah it's definitely it's definitely a trip but i i i've never left a meeting and been like oh i wish i didn't come like that was so stupid never once not one time did i go to a meeting and leave thinking that was such a waste of my time. Not one time. Like that's what I'm like. That is crazy. There's, I mean, there's been times where people are drawn, they're going on and on and on or whatever it is, but even somehow at, within that hour and hour, what hour and a half, you know, it gets turned around and people learn, people have, they turn the negative into a positive. So I've always, I, there's never been a meeting that I regretted going to. <laughs> yeah. I know it's been, it's been interesting for me for sure. And I um, actually was a dry drunk for a little bit earlier this year. So I didn't, I didn't go into AA until maybe like 120 days or something like that. Uh-huh. And I've been in there ever since. But so 
I know we covered like how recovery has really assisted you and you gave some amazing tips. I know the audience are going to love that. But is there anything else you would like to share when it comes to like fitness and how recovery has even helped shape you for that, the type of work you want to do with your clients going forward, anything that may be of interest to the audience? Well, I, what I do now is mostly virtual coaching. So I have an accountability challenge that's uh, coming up. So every 30 days I do accountability challenges. And this one I've just started kind of promoting a little bit more to help people get through the holidays. So for me, I, I openly talk about myself as a coach who is in recovery. And um, I think that that opens my client base up a bit because people are like, okay, so she's just like me. Okay. And she works out. Okay, cool. I can do that. We can do this together. And for my clients who, you know, still drink or this is not an issue for them, it makes me more accessible. It makes me just more of a real person to them. They know that I'm not like 10 levels up trying to be better than them. I'm right here in the trenches with you facing my own shit, just like you are different. People are facing different things. And so I've transitioned a lot from just pumping fitness and pumping nutrition information to people and focusing really on accountability and making it a lot more about just week to week, day to day, hour to hour accountability, similar to recovery one day at a time. We're going to look at the big picture. The big picture is that I stay sober and forever, right? But in reality, I only have this hour and the next hour and the next hour and 24 hours. And it's the same thing with fitness, health, and nutrition. Overall, you want to lose 15 pounds. That's great. We look at the big goal. What do you want to accomplish by the end of this year? Lose 10 pounds. Great. Okay, now let's rewind backwards. Let's go recover this process. Let's go look back and see how what we need to do each day to get you to that end goal. So I'm able to apply all of that stuff to fitness and nutrition when it comes down to you have this big picture. And now let's break that down to one day at a time through today. What can you do today to help get you to that 10 pounds down? Well, today I can drink lots of water and today I can exercise for 30 minutes and today I can make healthier choices. And so I'm able to apply that to my fitness and nutrition clients and working it in like a 30 day, just same, only, you know, same thing you would do at the end of 30 days, you get your first 30 day chip. But when it comes to fitness and nutrition, it's like at the end of 30 days, you maybe lost your first five pounds and not, not, um, watering down or taking one and trying to like, I'm the, I'm the AA of fitness, like not that in any way, but learning that like, Oh, this, this works, this works. It's like the, the book says only people who, who don't want to do it. That's the only people who don't last and in recovery is people who decide just, who just don't want to make it happen. You know, never have we seen anyone fail this process who didn't really want it. If you Mm -hmm. want it, you'll have it. It's the same thing with fitness, nutrition, lifestyle goals, and, and just having the ability to work with people virtually and, and use that same message to help just people get healthy and well, not just only recovery. So I do 30 days coaching for only $15. I want to make it super affordable for people. And I use the private Facebook group and also a private Instagram page to relay messages. Of course, they get a lot of information via email as well. So you'd get a PDF that you download that has your weekly goal setting sheet. It has a couple, I give homework. So it's more of a, it's more like a a mini personal development course than it is just like coaching. I want people to sit down and write things down. And while I do give exercises to follow routines to follow, I, I want people to learn how to create their own routine and not just do what I do. So it's very interactive. It's very 
we're, we're working together. It's very customizable. I don't just give out a meal plan and say, here, this is everybody eat this. I teach people how to customize a meal plan based on their body type and their goals. And it's the same thing with recovery. Your recovery is different than mine. The person next to me might need to go to three meetings a day. The person on the other side might need to go to one meeting a month and that's, they get everything they need. It's the same thing with fitness and nutrition. You, you might be vegan. This person might be a carnivore. This other person might eat a little bit of everything. And I'm able to work with each person and meet them where they are. So it's definitely transitioned as far as my coaching goes to more focus on accountability, just showing up. You know, it's the same thing with sobriety, just getting through 24 hours and getting to the meeting the next day or making sure you check in with your sponsor every day at whatever time you're supposed to. I've started doing, working my system a little bit closer to how the recovery process works. And it's been amazing. It just make, it makes everything easier, really. It makes everything mm -hmm. easier and it makes people feel better about their wellness and their fitness because they don't feel like they have to do, you know, hit routines every day and they have to do keto and they have to no sugar and no, it's like, no, 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 just relax, take it easy. <laughs> that is, again, I've said this already, but my favorite line in the whole big book, there's like hundreds of pages in there, but we relax and take it easy. That is my, like, my, that's my line. I love that line in there. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, we're not burning up. I don't have to be on fire inside for the wrong reason. Now I can be on fire for something positive. So it's changed my coaching to be more broad and not just focus on just the exercise and, and protein shakes, you know, do your pushups. It's like, no, let's just get up today and have a positive mindset and think of a couple of things we can do today that could be healthier choices today. And then knowing that if I continue to do those healthy things today and tomorrow, then I'll get 30 days of it, just like you would in, you know, an AA or in a recovery um, process. So yeah, it's, it's, it's changed to make it more focused on day-to-day -day accountability than these big, long, far-off goals. Yeah. And I think that's something that's key. A lot of people just think about the end result or the finish line and they fail to realize, they forget to realize that it's not, it's usually a marathon and not a sprint and you have to kind of just go through it. You have to learn as you go because, right. you know, like you said, your path is different than my path. And it's like, you have to learn that. You have to learn yourself and trust in it and show up and do the work. And I think accountability is the huge, just like probably like one of the biggest things I learned this year is to show up for myself and show up for other people that are yeah. deserving in my life. And it's like, you know, but you have to learn that. And it's not always fun, you know, yeah. but you'll see the end result. You'll see the results as you keep going through it, as you keep showing up. And I think that's awesome. Exactly. Same one day at a time. Just, what, you know, think about that. Yes. I say that to myself sometimes when I'm having a day, I'm like, just one day at a time, Cynthia, one day at a time. Yep. <laughs> That's all I could do. Awesome. So where can everyone find you? So I have um, my regular, my Instagram page is at Keola Rains, K-I-O-L-A-R-A-I-N-E-S, just my name, at Keola Rains. And then on um, Facebook, I have a coaching page there as well. Same thing, Keola Rains. If you're interested in joining my challenge, you can um, come to my personal Facebook page at Keola Rains and shoot me a message, a DM, or you can find my coaching page, which is at Keola Rains Coaching and shoot me a message there. And I, I like to do things through Instagram because most people have it and I can capture, I can capture people there 
because they're already on their phone. So you almost can't get away from me because I can shoot you a DM there. I can tag you in a post on there. I can go live and chat with people there. And same thing on Facebook. And I do have a website, which is keolarains.com. I try to keep everything real simple. Just keep my name, K-I-O-L-A-R-A-I-N-E-S.com. But I have been finding a lot of just use on social media because everyone is on it and it's just easy to reach out to people and talk to people that way through DM or through, again, like I said, tagging posts or in stories and things like that. If you're interested in joining the accountability challenge, we're starting this Friday. So shoot me a message at Keola Reigns on Instagram, or you can go to my website and send me a message there, keolareigns.com, and I'll get you all set up. If you are interested, I'll tell you right now, the first assignment is to write down three things you will accomplish by the end of the year. And don't text it to me. Don't DM it to me. Write it down on paper with a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper, and then take a picture and send that to me. That's kind of like your entry into uh, the accountability challenge. So I'm just, I'm super excited. I feel very blessed with this opportunity. One, to know what my calling is and to know what my purpose is. And then two, to be able to share it. Like it's just, I just, I feel very lucky and very blessed to be on this side because if I was still drinking, I don't even like to think about, I don't even know. I can't even imagine my life today. Like if I was, I don't even, I wouldn't be in the same place. I wouldn't be standing where I am right now. I would probably be in a toxic relationship still. And I'm just so grateful. I feel like it's the most freedom I could ever get. And I want, I'm excited to be able to share that with people, you know, not just through, through recovery from substances, but just recovering from life, from just stress, from not, not living a life that you want to live. I want to help people do that. And I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity. And I know, and it's like your energy, I can like, I know the video's running, you guys won't see the video, but it's like her, she's very animated and it's like her, her vibe is like really, really high. And I'm like enjoying this and this, this crazy ass, dreary, rainy ass dreary Sunday. Sunday in Brooklyn. So, um, lots of California vibes over here. Yes. I love it. I love it. I needed this today. So thank you. You're welcome. Yes. So audience, everyone, she gave you a lot to think about. So if there's any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to her or you can email me and I can put you guys in contact. Thank you for taking this time. This was cool. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Yes. I loved it. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for this two-part interview with me and my lovely guest. Feel free to reach out to either one of us on our respective platforms. Let us know what you think of the interview. And if you have any questions or comments, we are here to assist. In the meantime, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting platforms of your choice. In the meantime, I will talk to you next week. Have a great one. Talk soon. Bye.